Uh, what up, Fano? Welcome to another episode of Chopping It Up. Today we have a, a very, very special guest who's kindly given up his time um, across the ditch in Melbourne to, to be with us and discuss a, a little bit about his journey. Um, so I'll give it over to him. Uh, thanks, Rubes, for jumping on the show, bro. Yeah, what's up? Um, my name's Ruben. Uh, playing here in Melbourne for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix. Um, originally from Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, and yeah. Dope. Uh, Rubes, we, we start the convo with, with most, most hoopers um, the same way. So can you just talk a little bit about your, your journey um, coming out from a young and uh, like you said, you, you grew up in Auckland. Um, how did you get into basketball? Um, I, uh, yeah, but like, because I used to play like soccer, rugby, uh, mm. all outdoor sports. Right. Um, and basketball kind of just stumbled upon it because my sister started playing um and then i um started going to the after school care in uh, maruduo and like the only thing you can do really do there is play basketball so <laughs> we started playing basketball they used to have friday friday night comps and i used to jump in there and um, that's kind of where i first started figuring out that i actually liked playing basketball so um, everything else took a back seat and from there i just um took it took it real serious and uh, loved it ever since dope that's dope uh well we know you're a, you're a south auckland boy um and then you ended up at, at auckland grandma and i've heard a lot of stories from a lot of the boys like kane and Ewart about how much of a killer you were there so talk about that and how you ended up there and then also like your experience there bro it's actually yeah like it's actually weird because i i went to grandma because because i used to play um uh, keeper uh, in soccer because I was always good with my hands bro I like, like right. I catch everything you know um, and they they actually got me there to play soccer bro oh buzzy um, yeah and then like in fourth form I was like I, I really don't want to play this uh, <laughs> like basketball is like so much fun and yeah it's it's like like you, you don't get cold you're always inside you know it's like, <laughs> right i was like bro this is this is like heaven um, <laughs> so yeah like i went there because i obviously got in through the ballot but uh, my name kind of got pushed forward because um i was i was a good keeper for uh, soccer but i ultimately wanted to play basketball so that kind of um pushed me towards playing more basketball so that's interesting i didn't know that either so that's buzzy um can you talk a little bit about the rise of, of your basketball career from like from Auckland grammar to like was it nerve-wracking going into like the breakers academy stuff um like you said not having as much as experience as the other dudes i guess yeah for sure um well the first nerve-wracking thing was going from south auckland right. train for an hour <laughs> to new market like going to the city for us used to be like special you know <laughs> like we'd never go we'd never leave south Auckland. so like right. i was going there every single day and like that third form year for me was like so nerve-wracking man I, I remember turning up to school and get into the assembly and bro there's so many boys in this assembly. <laughs> it's like it was crazy right um, but yeah my first experience at, at the breakers academy was um sunny was actually the top dog there so like but to put everything into uh perspective like yeah he was he was the hooper back then and um, <laughs> I, I always used to look up to, up to him Walla, all those boys so yeah when i started training with 
sunny and that it was cool the first training i was like i was messing up heaps but i was going hard yeah he, he like looked at me and he was like, bro it's all good there you mess up bro just go as hard as you can because you get better <laughs> that way and i was right. like no so he made me feel like real comfortable when i first got there which is cool Dope. that's awesome um I remember you came to our high school a couple of years ago to Pakadon College and you had a little bit of a talk with the kids um, and you spoke about your journey and, and your family, like your whanau, your mom, and, and how you would travel constantly from South Auckland to the North Shore for basketball. So um, I don't know, I guess, can you just talk a little bit about their influence on, on your career? Yeah, yeah, obviously, like so much. They, um, they, they drove me to everything. They uh, made sure I had food even if it wasn't the right food. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was always fed, always got home, and there was always food on the table. So um, they definitely um, did everything they could to get me in the position I am now. So I'm uh, always grateful. And yeah, there, there were some early early mornings for mum. Uh, <laughs> we used to drive from South Auckland all the way out to the North Shore. Yo. 5.30 in the morning to get there before 6.30. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. We, <laughs> it's crazy because I was so tired, man, and <laughs> sleep the whole drive, but I couldn't imagine what she was doing. She would have to drive out there, drive me back to school, right. and then go into work, man. I, I, I honestly don't know how she did it. Yo, for sure, a lot of sacrifices. Um, Talk a little about Rubes, about like, I remember when I was playing for Counties 19s a, a few years back and I remember you walking out of the breakers locker room and all the boys would look like, oh, that's that's Ruben. Um, like you've been a pro in this game since you're a teenager, basically. Like how have you kind of endured the grind and be, been able to stay consistent uh, mentally and physically? Man, it hasn't like, yeah, it hasn't been easy, bro. Like um, the hardest thing for me was like it, transitioning to being a job mm. like, i always love playing basketball because i love the sport and then picking it up as a job it was like it was a little bit different but it was always cool being able to do what you love for for a job but um yeah that transition from like it being a job and you have to perform right um, that was like that was one of the hard things for sure yeah and then, and then you're competing against the person next to you you know right like your performance is based off how you play yeah and then you're trying to take the guy in front of you spot as well right right which is pretty hectic because I, I was just playing it because i love the sport <laughs> uh, i love being around the boys and stuff right that's buzzy um can you talk about the the breakers years that you had obviously winning some championships and and growing through that um with a lot of the ogs of the tall black squad yeah that that was that was pretty cool man like um obviously we we got to see quite a bit of the breakers boys uh training but um when you're in the academy you're always looking up to to be in that situation but right um when i got the opportunity man i, I like i looked up to mika cj dylan boucher mm. um all these guys corey webster you know like right and and now my lock is like right next to Dylan Boucher. I was like, right, this is crazy. And I'm like looking at, they were just like chatting, bro. And I was like, it took me a little while to get like used to it. Um, yeah. It was like, yeah, that was the buzziest experience. Me. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I know obviously you're part of the Phoenix right now and it's 
probably a little hard, difficult for you to talk about other teams, but uh, can you talk about the Bullets experience too and like the year you won six man and most improved? Like, did you did you do anything differently that off season or heading into it or was there any switch that you kind of figured out? Um, yeah, that was, that was crazy. Cause I was like the previous years building up, I was, I was doing heaps of work on my shop mm. and, um, yeah, I, I like, it was just, I, I needed to figure out how to get my sh shop right because I was always so downhill and like wanted to get on the hoop. So I needed something else to like get the defender out to me. So I right. started working on my shot hard out for two years. Yeah. Hmm. And that was the year that it just clicked, you know, like yeah. it, it was like two years prior that I'd started working on it. And then that season, it, just, it all just clicked pretty much. And um, mean. That I, I remember that preseason, I was down in Southland and um, Andre Lamanis told me, that I needed to, I needed to put up a thousand shots a day or make a thousand True. right just in the off season I was like oh yeah like not much else to do down in Southland so I was like <laughs> I was like yeah I'll try this out and um I was I'll, I'd go in in the morning make 500 shots mean. and then after training would finish training at like nine o'clock and I'd make 500 shots after that mean every single day and it was like I feel like when I got back to the bullets, I was just, it was just like automatic, bro. It was just, right, right. It just That's like right. I didn't even have to think about it. I'd done so many mm. reps that um, it just clicks, you know. Right, just muscle memory. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Um, and then now, obviously, you spent the last couple of years um, in Southeast Melbourne. Uh, talk a little bit about it. I know right now you guys are obviously in the grind of trying to win a playoff spot, but um, how's it been so far, bro? Yeah, really good, man. Um, yeah. The the group here, we're like the the main core group. We're like really mm. solid and enjoy each other's company. Me. Um, the coaching staff are cool, also. Yeah. Um, but I feel like the style of play we play with is like something I like. I like I like the style of play and right what we hang our heads on. So yeah, it, no, nah, it's been cool, man. But like Melbourne's huge. Right, right. So big, man. <laughs> like, it takes me an hour to get to the airport. She... Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But no, it's, it's, it's actually been so cool, like, playing hoops here and uh, the way we play and things we do. For sure. Um, I see you've been playing a little bit of golf, bro. Is that, that something you've been doing for a while, eh? Or... Uh, right, so I had an interview today and he asked me the same thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Like way back in the day, we used to live up the road from you know, you know Waddle Downs, the yeah, the golf course, there. the golf course, yeah, yeah. Like my dad used to play there, but we used to um, we used to we used to actually sneak on the course to <laughs> to get the golf balls out of the um, the hazard, the like the pond, right? And we would sell them like we would sell them <laughs> on the side of the road to the golfers driving <laughs> into the golf course. <laughs> this is way back. Yeah. Um, and then, like two years ago, yeah, some of the boys are playing back in New Zealand, and I grabbed my dad's old clubs and went out and played. And ever since then, I've loved it. Mean, because I know, like, uh, as I'll be playing a lot too. Eh? Yeah, he's he's the man. He, yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty cool playing with someone like that. Like, you you're just in awe of like how they right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm I'm still an amateur, bro. Yeah. Um, this is something I was talking to one of the boys about the other day, like. 
obviously being at the Franklin Bulls right now, it's the South Auckland franchise and seeing like kids like you and, and Shaley coming up. What is it like, bro? It must be pretty buzzy, like both of you and Melbourne together, like playing at this level for so long. Like, do you guys ever have moments where you talk to each other about that? Um, yeah, like it's, it, it only really hits us when like people were like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm like, oh, South Auckland. And then right. we're in the same room and they ask him too. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, we kind of like grew up playing, hooping together and yeah. playing against each other and high right. school and stuff. Um, yeah. But nah, it's, it's so cool, man. And hopefully one day I'm, I'm back in New Zealand and uh, can give back to the community and do do some cool things with, with Shelly. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I think that'll be one of our goals. And we've always talked about it that, when we do get back to New Zealand, we can we can do some cool things for sure. Me, that's awesome. Um, before we talk about the Tall Blacks a little bit, how's it been? I asked Yanni this question um, last time when he was on about playing with like with great players. Um, what what do you see that separates the players that you've played with who have been elite, like the Mitch Creeks, the Kiefer Sykes, and and those types of guys, the Lamar Pattersons? Like, yeah, it almost comes down to your knowledge of the game. Mm. Um, like when you get to this level, like everyone can play pretty much, you know. What right. I mean? like, like you see on the night, some people you're like, man, he's not that good. Yeah. But like in training, like everyone's killing. You know, <laughs> like you're killing each other. Um, right. And a lot of, but a lot of it comes down to like, how can I beat him? Um, how can I be like two steps ahead of him? So mm. like, if you're smarter than this guy and you can figure out a way of, if he does one thing, I'm going to do the other thing next time. You know? Right. Right. Like, it comes down to those small one percenters for sure. Mm. Man, that's awesome advice, especially for all the youngins out there. Um, and then talking about the toe blast, you got to play with Yanni last year, obviously, and then being able to play with um, Isaiah Leafa. What's the camaraderie like with the Kiwis? Like that must be dope, right? To be playing with, with some Kiwi brothers. Yeah, it's me. Um, especially, last year having Yanni, but also this year having Tohi and um, Zayam, yes, I of think. Yeah. Um, and also Juddy as a coaching. A, yes, a coach right. Tough, right. Shout is, out to Judd. Which is now, nah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, sometimes Aussies don't really get our jokes, so it's always good to have laugh <laughs> at them. Um, but yeah, now we, we always, we, we get along and uh, whenever you're abroad, it brings you, big, brings you even closer. Right. For sure. Um, and then the Tall Blacks itself, Rubes, like you've led them obviously as, as a captain and led the Haka and been in, in such hostile environments. Um, what, is, what is it like, bro, putting on that black singlet and, and riding with the brothers? Because everyone I've spoken to who has put on the singlet, they, they just know it's a different feeling. Yeah, it is. It's, um, yeah, it's one of those things when you put the black singlet on, you have your brothers around you, it, um, you get a new, like, new new energy man it's mm. it's pretty crazy and then you go out do the haka and um we've been taught well and what the haka means and um yeah it's 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 a whole different ball game because fever the fever game's a whole like way yep. different as well you know right um but yeah nah, it's, it's honestly it's honestly so cool yeah what's what's um the most hostile environment you've, you've been in so far for sure, Lebanon. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. We, we we played the Asia Cup over there, and um, 
I can't remember when we played Lebanon. I'm I'm not sure if it was pool play or it was like the quarters or something. But right, the stadium was packed. It was it was like a soccer game. Like True. they had the drums out. Whenever <laughs> we caught the ball, they everyone booed. Like, you couldn't even call a play. Just the whole week before, uh, before that game, we were we were doing like five on O's, but we're doing them in silence. Like we had to call, <laughs> we had to call all our plays like right. with our hands. They actually that... helped though. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. When we got in the game, bro, we were like, <laughs> like we legit couldn't hear each other. So right, it was actually perfect. Even when we funny. did the hucker, I couldn't even hear anyone behind. Sure, me. I couldn't hear the boys. It was that loud. Uh, that's buzzy. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and then um I know you didn't play too long, I don't think, or I could be wrong, but um how was the, the NBA experience, bro, against the, the Phoenix Suns? Yeah, that was crazy. Um because you get flown over like business class, you stay in like mm. a nice hotel. <laughs> like it yeah, it's a pretty cool experience. But um that game I was out within like five minutes i got injured <laughs> um, alex alex lynn like need need my hip bro and I, I legit couldn't walk it was crazy crazy stuff. um yeah but like the lead up was cool man we, we got to like walk through the phoenix suns um facilities like I mean, they, they train at the stadium but they have like a facility at the back where they lift train all this other stuff right yeah we went in their um what's it called their uh where are they are the equipment room right it was like <laughs> I mean, here's the team shoes and they're the same size here's Devin booker shoes <laughs> <laughs> that's buzzy mean experience yeah it was mean as and um yeah i think that was the coolest thing was just seeing how they do everything how they how they train how they um look after their bodies but apparently, yeah. like, their, their facility is, like, one of the worst. And I was like, this is amazing. One of the yeah. worst. Wow, yeah. right. <laughs> I'd be interested to see the others, then, eh? Yeah, like, the Lakers, apparently theirs is, like, out the gate. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you touched on it, bro, just a couple of minutes ago about, like, at this level, it's, it's about more so using the top two inches of your brain and, and the IQ side of things. Um, is that something, like, have you always had a good feel for the game or – do you watch a lot of film and, and whatnot to get, get better at it? Um, like way back, me and, um, I don't know if you know him, Josh Young, but I, I played hoops with him yep. at counties. Me and him were two of the best players in our team. Um, yep. And we kind of did age groups all the way through together. Right. Um, but way back then, bro, we used to watch the NBA and like try to draw out their plays. True. But like, it was just for fun for us. We were just like doing it for fun. But now I look back, I'm like, wow, that's pretty like, that's pretty switched on. And, Yo, like, for we're, real. Like trying to draw out their plays was just kind of cool, just like having fun. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think for sure, man, I have always hung my head on. Obviously, knowing the plays, like every yep. position. Mm. Um, knowing every coverage knowing where i can help someone you know like it, it just if your brain is that switched on mm. um, it's less thinking for you too like you can right in good situations and put your put your body in the right position to uh to succeed and you can also save energy that way if you know where you can rest 100%. work hard yeah dope that's me um you've obviously played against some great players in your time uh, NBL internationally, 
who who are like a few of, of of the of the toughest guys you've you've kind of had to guard or or match up against, just Ooh. off the top of your mind. Off the top. <laughs> mm. Man, it's been heaps. Yeah, of course, right. Oh, well, well, a recent one, Josh Giddy, man. He. Ah, like, uh, yep. Like he's legit six seven. Can dribble the ball and his vision is crazy, bro. Like, like you want to sag off him, but he's such a good passer <laughs> that, um, that like you have to pressure him. So like, you know, like he he's one of them. Me. Um. Alright. Well, like Devin Booker, like like when uh, I was yep. Phoenix, all all of them were playing like Devin Booker. Right. Um. Yeah, far out. That's that's hard. I can't really think. Of yeah, that's a tough question. Right, right. It's so new though. Like we. Yeah. When you when you play them, you try not to think about it. You know. Right. Of you course. You try just to like guard the person in front of you, like not think like, <laughs> holy shit, there's Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, right. like like because <laughs> if you're thinking that, you're like you're not. You already lost, right? Too. Yeah, you already lost. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's crack up. Um, I wanted to ask you. I've always wanted to ask you this next time we caught up, but like. What are your thoughts on the way the league's gone, like the the AMBL with the the marketing and the the rising stars contracts and whatnot? Like, what are your thoughts on it? Obviously, it's good, but just yeah, wanted to know what you thought. I, I think it's awesome. Um, yeah. I I kind of caught the back end of where when the league was kind of in the dumps, you know, like yeah, and it wasn't really going anywhere. And um, Larry Kisselman just did an awesome job, just putting heaps of money in and. Uh, Making making like the games enjoyable to watch again, you know. Right. People, like it's it's an experience to come watch a game now. Right. Yep. Um, whereas there were only certain teams like the Breakers, the Wildcats, that were doing like really good game nights, and mm. um, that was like the heyday for the Breakers though back then. Right. Yep. Which was, yeah. Another story about the Breakers, bro. We actually <laughs> used to um. When we were in the when we were in the academy, you used to have to usher all the courtside people to their seats. True. You know, and um, at the end of it, you used to have to help all the people pack up the the side lighting. And, yeah. Um, and you used to you used to have to give out the the Whopper burger. <laughs> so, me and Shelly used to take the biggest stack of the Whoppers <laughs> on the way home. We'd get like three or four burgers. <laughs> That's definitely a South Auckland thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, also wanted to ask you, Rubes, about like your 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 group of friends, like Ezra and, and Isaac, obviously playing in Japan now. Like, like, do you guys buzz out at all about like how far you've all come, or is it kind of something you don't really discuss when you guys are together or whatever? Um, I think that's gonna be one of the ones when you retire, eh? Like, mm, mm. just looking back and seeing what your career was and. Um, how far we how far we came from where we were right um but even seeing what as is doing back home is hard awesome to see like I, I remember him getting the first gig at uh st kent's mm. way back when we were living together yeah and um he was just like man it's a lot of work i gotta get these guys to where they are and i think right. they've done a good job facts for sure um this is a question 
for some of the youngins out there. Just we spoke about it earlier about your longevity and, and being a pro since you were basically a, a teenager. What's some advice you can give out to to kids about how to how to find that longevity, whether it's like them trying to pursue a pro career or if they've just entered it um, in like the NZNBL, for example? Um, I, I, I like it sounds cliche, but just like mm. working hard, man. Mm. Um, like I, I can understand where, like, cause when I was younger, all the old guys were like, man, you just gotta like go hard while you're young. Um, mm. cause your body starts like getting sore after training, <laughs> you know, but, like while you're young, just like, man, try smash out everything, try learn everything, mm. get reps up when you can. Um, Cause I'm, I'm only 27, but, but like after trainings, I'm, oh, I need to get in the ice, ice, ice <laughs> Right. <on. laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You've been yeah. around it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then a couple more questions, bro. What, what's your, um, obviously like, I think it's kind of obvious what you guys want to do, but what is your guys, uh, what's your season goal basically for the, for the Phoenix right now? Um, at the moment, just get back on the wind train, but mm. ultimately for, for our team is, you want to go in every season wanting to win. Yep. If you're if you don't want to win, then like you're not in the right place. Um, right. I think I think we have the opportunity to do something special. For sure. But we we just need to hit our straps and sort out a few things that we've been working on. Hopefully, it all falls in the place. falls all all falls into place. Yeah, for sure. Um, bro, the dope thing about the league now is like every night you have a you have a tough game, man. Eh? Yeah, that's like every game, even because we're going up to Kansas weekend. Um, yeah, like they're tough up there. They're tough right. to play up there. So yeah, like you never have a night off. Yeah, you always have to bring your A game. Um, right, games you think you're gonna win, you'll probably lose. Mm. Um, so you have to take in that same mindset of um, kill or be killed, pretty much. Right, but as a as a competitor, there's nothing more that you want there. Yeah, yeah, you want to compete every night and yeah. um, this league so tight like yeah. if you look at the ladder at the moment it's two three games apart from the oh right separates top of the uh, top of the middle right and then um like you said bro you're still really young and, and been in it for so long like what's your what's your do you have any like future goals like you still want to represent the tall blacks at the world cup and whatnot like yeah it's crazy man i haven't been to a world cup yet true you haven't yeah yeah oh buzzy yeah being injured um, yeah right but yeah like that that's a, that's a huge goal I'd, I'd love to do that um yeah i yeah every chance i get i want to go play for the for the tall blacks um, for sure but yeah no like those are probably my biggest goals is definitely getting to the world cup me um i want i want to win a championship again you know yeah a hundred percent yeah like I, right. I started off and at the breakers where it was just like the winning club. Like, <laughs> right it seems right. so it seems so easy and like trying to take mm. that to another place yeah and not getting that done and then now being here in the phoenix right um yeah i want i want to win again which would be awesome dope well, i'm sure if you stay healthy bro that black singer will be calling you yeah for sure, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um and then the last question, bro, the most important question, when is um, Ruben Tarangi going to sign with the Franklin Bulls in the future? And 
<laughs> and, and come back home. <laughs> when the time's right, bro. When the time's right. Right. Uh, that's, that's funny, Rubes. Sorry to interrupt. Um, I asked Yanni the question. Yeah. And he said, like, he was legit too. Like, he meant to. He's like, no, nah, I actually do want to come back and play. So, is that something you'd consider? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, at the moment, I'm playing here in the NBL one for the offseason, but that was yeah. kind of like it was just easier because of COVID and uh, mm. the uncertainty. So, me and my partner were just like, yeah, we'll just settle down here and me. Uh, grind out a couple of years and see, see what happens after that. But, man, I always love playing back in New Zealand. That's, yeah, that's home, you know. Like, so yeah, of course. It's also it's refreshing, but you're also playing basketball, so mm. um, yeah. Me, uh, Ruiz, bro. I just wanted to to say before I let you go, thank you for your time. I know you're busy grinding and and getting ready for a playoff push. So thank you for the words and advice for the youngins, bro. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, brother. Have a good one. Too. See you later.